think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy. You're goddamn right. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. talk about what's relevant and that's obviously the most relevant thing right now true story well welcome to 179 Raiders of the arcade mike jay tom we're here yep. we're back yo somber tone today with this yeah. one it's, it's a strange time that we live in it's shit's happening again you know yeah. we're gonna try to keep it short and sweet about the current events and then maybe talk about some good nostalgic stuff you know since we're gonna start low bring you back up towards the Ladder yeah, we're gonna try. We're gonna try a reverse of our usual episodes where we start off high and then we end up. This is like know, memento. The crap. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try it a different way here. Yeah, it's in my. We're gonna go in. We're gonna we're... go in through the outhole. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That could be the name of this episode: "In Through the Outhole." <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing things back asswards. Back asswards. So we were kind of thinking of like ideas to come up with of like some different topics because unfortunately right now uh it's a weird time it's a weird time in gaming it's um it xbox is. just recently said with their new system that's supposed to be coming out this year that hey you know what you might not even be able to get depending on how crazy this shit goes with china or whatever with chips being made and stuff like that so do you think it is okay for them to say that we are la- we are launching with over a thousand games with their cloud system? No. Do you think that's an okay statement? I think to it make? needs to be one thousand, or let's say nine hundred previous released games and a hundred new. Okay. Because you're not launching. Jason, you know with what we're talking games. about, right? No. Re- repeat the question there. Okay. The series. The series X. Um, yes. Yesterday, I believe it was yesterday or the day before that, Microsoft said we are launching the Series X with a thousand launch titles. But those are all games that are backwards compatible and things that they're. Well, supposedly there's it's all upscales them. Yeah, it's all going to be upscaled um, and whatnot back from the 360, so all those will work as well. And um, supposedly they're trying to iron that out and stuff. Do you think that's an accurate thing for them to be able to say with their system? Versus, hey, we've got previous released games. Yeah, and versus, you know. New titles. The way yeah. it's set. Okay. It needs to have an asterisk. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, if that's. Because if you're a consumer and you're saying, hey, we're launching with a thousand launch titles, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. It's, it's misleading. It's that's just definitely it's misleading. misleading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's misleading. Fact check them. Yeah, do you, for you guys, like, personally, like, yeah, that'll be cool. Like, as long as my saves carry over and my DLC carries over and all that. Because, I mean, that's one of the biggest bitches with the Nintendo system is your your stuff from your 3DS doesn't transfer to your Switch, which doesn't transfer from your Wii, which doesn't transfer from your Wii U. You know, I got a Wii U with tons of games on it. 
and on my virtual console, not like the actual Wii U system that I should have been able to bring over to my Switch with my Nintendo account. I should have been able to do that. And I can't. Like, at least Xbox got that right, that the stuff you have on your 360, you can bring over to your uh, Xbox One. And I, I think that's a good idea that they're doing that. But also, like, I can't help but wonder, like, is it... You know, when the one when the one first came out, wasn't everybody crying of, oh, it has to be online. It has to. Yeah. Oh, you can't be on it without being online. And like I was one of those people. I was just like, who the hell plays their system not online? Yeah. Like, I don't know anybody that doesn't have their system hooked up all the time. I mean, there's people in like somewhere in Kansas. I'm sure. Yeah, have I'm sure there internet. are. You know, as long yeah, as you but... can still access your single player games, you know, like turn around investing in a game like overwatch or an online only game that you mm-hmm. would buy it and you don't have online accessibility that would suck but uh i, I think that's totally misleading um it, how many new games is it supposed to come out with um right suppo- supposedly real, not, yeah i mean yeah. not real games like i mean there's going to be games that'll be like released on the xbox one s or x and then they'll probably have like like, like cyberpunk for instance you're going to release that in september but then it's going to get an update to work for the X Series X. So you're going to have a few of those. See, I don't like that. I mean, I want a freaking like X, like Xbox yeah. Series X only specially so, developed. Okay, so Show me why I got to spend this five or six hundred bucks. That's kind of why I'm leaning toward PS5. Is they have a X- what June fifth is there? Unveil? Yeah, they're going to show games off. But the thing about what I like about PlayStation is they're not. It's cool that Microsoft is doing it, but at the same time, it's not like so. PlayStation. For instance, when their games come out for the PS5, it's a PS5 game. When a game for the Xbox releases, it's going to be a game that works for the 360, or not for the 360, for the One S, One X, and the Series X. Mm-hmm. Okay? So me as a consumer, I have the One X. Already puts out 4K. Games are beautiful. You're going to tell me that Halo Infinite works on my One X? Why do I need to buy your Series X? You know what I'm saying? Like, unless I want yeah. a game... If I'm going to play Call of Duty, I can go get it for the PS5, but still play all your games on my old shit. So what? You know what I'm saying? There's, there's not. I'm still getting Game Pass. I'm still getting all the first-party releases are going to be right there on my Xbox One X. I'm going to go with PlayStation and get some badass first-party titles and third-party, and your shit, I'll just play on the old system. Like it's, I don't. I feel like they're like they need to make. Hey, this game is an Xbox Series X exclusive. Like you need to have the hardware to push this game. Yes. Not just hey, you can play it on the on the. And you X- can't tell me Xbox. one game like that. No, but I mean I don't think right now though. Stuff, I don't think we're in a position to do up. that. I don't think we're at that. We're at this weird console space where like the 360 and the PlayStation 3 those lasted 10 years. You know, right. like that was a very long life cycle. These what we're getting five six years out of them and that was with multiple upgrades in the middle as Look well the, the xbox one how old is the xbox one 2013 yeah 13 or 14 and then like that like the xbox one x came out in what 18 so for xbox we're essentially getting another hardware upgrade because you can't tell me one exclusive game for the the, the new box itself there, there is no there, Not I mean, right at now. least okay. there's no. some okay. third-party stuff but that's also coming to playstation mm. um but again, if you want Halo Infinite, just wait. You can play it on the shit you got. Now, granted, it yeah. might look better. The frame might, might be smoother. But from what I'm reading from different developers, while the Xbox on paper is the more powerful teraflops and all that bullshit, 
X, uh, PlayStations has a hard drive that's unprecedented. Like they're saying it's not even available in high-end PCs. Like it's they made this this hard drive that blows away the Xbox next hard drive that is like instantaneous loading times. It's and they're not Microsoft is having their own hard drives. You got to buy their shit. Sony is saying you can buy our stuff because we're going to be licensing out our tech to different people so you can buy cheaper versions once they're approved. But it gives you the option of you know finding something else. But like I don't, I'm gonna wait. I mean, I'm not gonna this console. Like I, I don't see myself buying title, one next year. I, I'd be on because, like I said, it's gonna play most almost. They're saying about eighty percent of the big titles on PS4 will be playable on PS5. Yeah. And then, like I said, I can I can snag that, play Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider Man Two, blah blah blah, and I'll just keep my Xbox Series X for a good year or so and just play Halo Infinite on that because with Game Pass I get it free. So, yeah. I mean, Microsoft's awesome for doing it, but it's also at the same time you're kind of cutting yourself off at the knees because they're not giving me any incentive to want to buy your $500 console. What if they yeah. turn around and only make X, uh, Halo Infinite available? Um, no, because with the pass, if you have the Xbox Series X on the pass, like if there's a way to say like you can like if you're a pass member, you want to play Halo, you can only do it on the Series X. Like no. this, for some way they shut it down from Xbox One players. No. Do you remember when they were saying that they were talking about like including like the price of a console with yeah. the um with like the Game Pass or something like that? Like yeah, maybe thirty. Yeah, yeah, if they did that, I could see them gaining some ground this um this generation. If they go if they made it like thirty bucks a month, you know, thirty maybe maybe they could even get away with forty. Depending on how, depending on certain issues, um, I mean, obviously the economy, the economy has to rebound first. But if they did it where like you could go buy one, like you can go buy an iPhone, but, and you can say, didn't they do that something? Did they do that with like yeah, Xbox they were doing Live? If you signed up with yeah. that for like two years, you got the console, or was that like on the? Uh, well, you didn't get the console Xbox free. But it was the Xbox One. I think it was the S, not the X. It was the, it was it was the Xbox One S, uh, Xbox Live, and Game Pass combined into one fee. Now, way before that, Sega did that with the Dreamcast. <laughs> Sega did. If you bought if you bought a year of SegaNet at twenty dollars a month, they would give you a Dreamcast for free. Like that was way. I mean, this was way way back when. But way I mean, back it was in the days. Yeah, these are that's two thousand one, two thousand two, something like that, maybe. But I mean, I, I think that's if anything, cell phones have shown us that. Like when the first when the first like iPhones came out and shit like that, and people were dropping you know, eight, $900 on new phones. And now it's to the point where you can get that eight, $900 phone at $10 increment or $15 increments a month. And then like leave that little, uh, what do you call it? That little segue in there where you can get, um, well, I mean, you know, there, after two years you can upgrade. I think the, com yeah. the first company that figures that out between Microsoft and Sony of how to get like into bed with AT&T or Frontier or a cable company or something like that where they can put that <laughs> together. I think that whoever yeah. does that is going to have a tremendous, tremendous advantage. In I mean, my if opinion. you look at like your, your phone, which is like what, $400 for nine. Yeah. I mean, you mm -hmm. had to, let's just bump that up to 450. Let's say you spend $15 a month to pay that phone off, which is I think probably the standard price for that. Yeah. Then you it would have been. I you combine fifteen dollars a month for Xbox Live and Game Pass, so thirty bucks a month. There's your. I mean, it's you're you're saving money. 
Yeah. I mean, in the long you run, know? like, I don't see why that's a, why that would be a crazy idea. Um, I don't think every, it would be for everybody, obviously. Um, but I mean, if anything, it's just like the cell phones, like, yeah. Look at the evolution we've seen in cell phones in the past 20 years of like, I don't know about you guys, but when I had my little Nokia candy bar phone, <laughs> my phone bill was $30 yeah. a month. You know, like that was it. 30 When I had a pager, it was $9.95 a month. Like, oh so we've accepted all these other things as like a hundred dollar phone bill is perfectly accept acceptable nowadays. Like that's not, well, that's that, not, that, it's, that's it, not even insane. That's not crazy. A hundred dollars a month. And, and people are fine paying fifteen dollars a month for Netflix. Yeah. At, at this point, people are so comfortable comfortable paying for these ten to fifteen dollar prices for services. I mean, nobody wants to yeah. own shit anymore. Yeah, it, it's it's you crazy. Know, leasing cars, nobody wants to own anybody or own anything because values drop, and it's just yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think if they. Whoever jumps into bed first with one of these companies, I think, was going to have a huge advantage in the next console wars, or maybe even the one after that. Like, if, if even if Apple came out with like a new system, like let's say Apple became the new Sony, and they decided, hey, we're going to put out a system, you know, and you're going to be able to play our games on it, and we're just going to add it on to your AT and T bill or something like that. That thing would make gangbusters. You know that. I mean, like. I, I'm really surprised at this point because these hardware or these companies on hardware lose money. They either break yep. even or lose money and then make money on software. Why yep. can't Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo come together and say, look, let's each continue our first party titles. All the yep. third party titles come together and we jointly make one machine that we can all put our hardware on, our software on. Yep. If we split R and D costs, when we sell the system, we each get a cut. We'll actually make money off of hardware and we'll make money off of software. Why would they not do this? Why is everyone like a walled garden and says, yep. nope, Sony fans are over here, Microsoft are over there. Like, we all want to play games. Just make one system that plays everything and let the companies reap the rewards on the software. Or even you That's could where the do, money is. You could go the route that um, 3DO went, where you have a Gold Star uh, 3DO, you have a Panasonic 3DO, you have a... a what was the other one? A sharp. I think there was a sharp one. There's three different types of 3DOs that you could buy that are all at different price points, depending on what you wanted. Yeah. Like, and this was, I mean, this is 90, this was the early or late 90s that the 3DO came out. Like, eventually it's going to get to the point where it's all going to, we're all going to be running the same hardware. You know, I mean, I mean for the most part. Point, yeah. At this point, they're basically PCs. Yeah. And you should PCs just be able to buy exist. what you want. And I mean, you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. I don't want to see Nintendo on uh, on a PlayStation or anything like that. But if you're telling me, you know, that they all three jump into bed together and I can get Mario on a PlayStation 4, I would be okay with that. Yeah. And, you know, I'd be totally... It, but if I, wanted to, if I wanted Nintendo's version of it on their Switch to be able to take that on the go and whatnot, like, that's a cool option to have as well. Why don't you just tack in the name? We'll call it the Nintendo Playbox. Yeah, that would work. Right? The, the Nintendo Nintendo their box. name in there. The Nintendo Playbox. And it's got all three. You got PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, Nintendo Playbox. What if they just named it the One Ring? <laughs> would that make you happy, Jason? If they named the the Universal <laughs> System. Jason, like I'm one standing in line for this shit, motherfucker. Yeah, the <laughs> no. one the One Ring to rule them all system. And it would just that's all it he's, would he's, be. He's on the phone tomorrow. Doctor, yeah. how much is my kidney worth? <laughs> <laughs> 
Definitely I don't not. need two, correct? <laughs> so I'm going through the list of the full list of rumored Xbox Series X games. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have stuff like Bioshock 4, Dead Island 2, Deathloop. You know, of course, those are gonna, are not exclusive to Xbox, PlayStation, mm-hmm. or whatever yeah, they... else. So there are a couple games. Like, say, there's, there's maybe 50 listed here. The first one that pops up as being exclusive is Microsoft Flight Simulator. Mm. Awesome. Ooh! I know. <laughs> That Gimme Crimson Skies yeah. 2. An, uh, an untitled uh, 4A title. It's called The Initiative. So, uh, okay. Something called Crossfire X from Remedy Entertainment. Okay. Uh, Grounded from Obsidian Entertainment. That does look cool, but that will be, that's a first party, so that'll be on Xbox Game Pass, which you can play it on your current shit. That's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, if you haven't seen Psychonauts it. Psychonauts 2. Oh, I did see that one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That did look cool. Uh, Psychonauts 2. I was never fine. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. But it was comical, but... I played I the original. I liked the humor. I, I didn't yeah. like the art style. Yeah, I can understand people not liking the art style. The humor, it's very Zimish. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is here? Something called Wasteland 3. Yeah, that's in Exile Studios. Um, Fable 4, like which of course is a rumor. Um, there's Fable Four has been a rumor for so, and, 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 and it's weird. It's a, that's... I love Fable. I I will totally admit that I love those first three games. I was there at launch immediately when those came out. Loved to play them. That stupid one I didn't play. The Connect one, and the... uh, Legends I didn't play. Yeah, that, that was a, that was the end of the list. I mean, there's and a so bunch of, yeah, you take there's a bunch of other ones that are coming out, which are going, you know, like the Fortnite's gears, but the yeah. other ones that you're talking about that are going to be on both. Now they haven't said it for X or for PlayStation, which I'm sure it'll be, but like Cyberpunk, like I said, is coming out in September when this Xbox launches in November. They've already said that if you buy the next generation system, you'll get a free update with the texture packs to make it compatible for the, the one series or the x series uh, i'm sure playstation will get the same free pack if you're getting it away i think that needs to be the way it goes if you buy it for playstation 4 and you upgrade you shouldn't have to make your game look better it, it should just you're paid to make it look better it should just automatically happen remember the days when you used to buy a game you took it, it out done. put it in the system and that was it like yeah, there's none of done. this because like you know, this past week, I was I was telling you guys, like, I bought that, um, I happened to, I've been shopping for a new game, because, like I said, I'm not really, you know, I'm on chapter um, 15 of Final Fantasy VII Remake, so I'm almost at the end, at the end of it at this point, and um, I was hunting for something new to play, and I saw the Kingdom Hearts pack, the all-in-one, yeah. was like, um, it was $40 on Amazon, it was on sale, and it's $100 on things. the, yeah, on the digital yeah. store. So I bought that. Yeah, so I bought it. And then there's three discs, and I had to put in each one to update it and all that shit. Yeah. And I, I haven't bought, like, a physical game in so long that I forgot what a pain in the ass. Like, the first two games loaded with no problem. But then, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 had, like, a 20-gig update, of course. Like, Did you see, did you see the, the complaints with Call of Duty with that? With what? With the update? The, the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare, how much hard drive space it takes. Oh, it's it's over lot, it's yeah. over two hundred gigs. Yeah, it was a lot. It's insane. And fans are pissed. Well, it's just but gonna it, keep getting bigger and bigger. I don't know why they why they're getting mad. Like Red we went through this last year. We had this exact same conversation about Red Dead Redemption being hundred and twelve gigs or whatever the hell it was. Like games as they get more graphic intensive and all that shit, like 
they're just going to keep going up and we're we're not at a pace with um with hard drive size where it's going to be enough these new ones. yeah these ps5 yeah. hard drives i mean they're not available they won't be available. <laughs> you can still plug in a usb3 drive yeah. if you want to play like ps4 games mm-hmm. but if you wanted to replace your playstation drive for like a fat or a larger capacity they're not going to be available and they're saying like what it to say it comes with i think they say what 825 available gigs mm-hmm. it'd be a thousand but you know stuff's used for the hard yeah. drives and software but um they're saying that's going to be so damn expensive that if you wanted to go to like a two gigabyte drive or two terabyte it's going to be like a thousand dollars and they're just going to be so damn expensive they're going to have like, to do something where you just rotate your games, where you're going to be able yeah. to have a cloud space or, or like even the PlayStation 4. Like, obviously, I mean, you can delete games off your hard drive and then download them later. Like, that's just how it's going to end up having. You're going to be able to have like three I or four do that games. Now. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done that in the past. Like, you have three or four games that are your, you know, those are your Saturday night games. And then you have like your weekday games, like back when you were dating. And they got like, smart. Remember they how that was? You have your three that were your yeah. weekend chicks, and then you had a couple during the week that you're like, oh, yeah, this is okay to be seen with on a Tuesday. <laughs> like... they, they got smart when they started doing the cloud saves separately from the heart or from the, the game saves. Yeah. So like, if you delete a game, your your save state is still there that when you re-download it, it pops back in. Like when yeah. I had the, I deleted The Witcher like years ago, and then when it popped up on Game Pass, I downloaded it, started up, and it remembered my save game. Like I didn't have to start over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "All right, cool, shit, jump back in." But you know, it's uh, I, I kind of do that now. I mean, I ha- I have a one terabyte in the One X, and I have an external one terabyte, so I have two total. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems to be enough. Like I said, I mean, I I still kind of fill it up just because of some of those red. I still have Red Dead Two, Red Dead, the first one, Call of Duty on that is like I said, over two hundred gigs. My wife is playing Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey right now, and that install was like sixty. It's insane. Yeah, they add up. I think I think all together for Kingdom Hearts it was like hundred and twelve gigs, something like that. I guess it's not all, for all ten of them. Yeah, it's not. There's bad ten. Sure. It comes with ten freaking games on it. That's insane. That's great, for, great for a catalog, but man, that's a lot of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I don't think I'm going to be playing that. Like, I'm going to try to start off on the first one and see how I do and if I like it and whatnot. I enjoyed the I mean, first one. I yeah, enjoyed it. I rem- when Kingdom Hearts came out, I enjoyed playing that on the PS2. And then it was like, I, I love, because there was so much in, in between before they released the second one, that there, after that, it was these these names and these decimal points. I, I don't, honestly, if you ask me what game in the series was after, I don't mm-hmm. understand why there just wasn't a, a one, two, three. Yeah, if you guys, it's insane the amount of things that are in there. If you don't mind for a little story time here, funny thing with uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts was the first time that I found out that GameStop will take back a game if you're not happy with it within 10 days. Jason, I can remember this is when this is when Jason and I had first met and we me and my buddies. I mean, I don't know. It's a looks like a B fifty two bomber outside my house. Holy shit! Jesus Christ! Yeah, say Melania. Like oh, pull back on the stick. Pull back on the stick. Say Melania's got more <laughs> STDs. Go ahead. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, good. Um, so I remember. So me and my buddies used to come in all the time. Like this was back when we all worked weekend jobs or we went to school and whatnot. And we used to see Jason and Mike at the mall GameStop. 
across the street from or across probably, the way from probably uh, EB Games at the time, right? It probably was, yeah. And Specs yeah. was right across from you guys too. Specs. Yep, because that's where you go to get your uh, concert tickets back in the day. And the I can remember piano I store. Yeah, I can remember <laughs> oh, I the bought the Oregon yeah. store. Oregon store, yeah. How the fuck was an Oregon store still around in 2000? So I can remember buying Kingdom Hearts <laughs> from Jason, going home, playing it, and I was just like, man, I really wasn't digging that. And Jay's like, you know, you can like bring it back and like we'll sell it used and we'll give you like the money back for it and then you can buy another game. And that started my whole cycle of like seeing Jason almost every other week. Because I remember I brought that back and I got like the thing. Remember when they did that thing game? Oh, I remember the oh, yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Dead to Rights was a big Dead game that came right. out of that, yeah, that I traded in. Yeah, I can remember all those games like cycling through them because those were games at the time that had just come out and whatnot that I was playing. And But yeah. Kingdom Hearts was my first introduction that you guys were like, yo, like if you really don't, because I, I only played like the first hour of the game and I'm like, man, I don't really like this shit, blah, blah, blah. And Jason's like, well, you can bring it back in here, bro. And I was like, <laughs> that was spot on. Yeah. yeah. He, was like, he was like, hey, bro, maybe you want to subscribe to Gamer Magazine. It'll only have five issues, but, you know, it'll be cool. <laughs> you remember that? Remember Gamer Magazine? You guys had yeah. that for. Yeah. The, uh, but it's funny you mentioned that because I, I, I was cleaning up my office space and I found my PS2 and I've still hold on. I've held on to it because I, I, I don't even remember it, but I, I took out the hard drive and I swapped it out and I installed that thing called HD Loader. Do you remember that? I Where had you, one. I had one on my other system. HD Loader disk in the drive, and then all my hard drive was filled with, like, all you had to do was go rent a game, put it into the system, pop it in, up, turn on the HD Loader. I'm sorry, put the HD Loader in first, then say copy the game, yeah. copy a game. It spit the disk out. You put the game you wanted in. It put it in. It copied it to the hard drive, spit it out. You put the HD Loader back in. And then it had an entire list. I must have like 50 or 60 games on this PS2. I just need to find uh, cables that will go to a computer monitor because I don't have like the, the red, yellow, and white. So if oh, I can okay. find PS2 didn't have HDMI, so I can find an adapter or something. I think it's got like old World War of the Monsters and Metal Gear Solid 2. And uh, do, you, do you remember that game? Um, shit, what the fuck was it called? PsyOps? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like the last game Midway made that was good. And it was like having the the telekinesis and electricity and shit. That game was... Oh, man, I wish there was a sequel to that. That was a good... Going back to manipulating the system, um, I remember back when uh, PlayStation 1, because you're talking about, you know, the uh, loader and stuff like that, which I I had heard about, but I didn't do... (laughs) <laughs> but I used to uh, copy the Dreamcast games yeah. and the PlayStation 1 games yeah. when they came out, you know, uh, and I would uh, take them and, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> we would get a lot of uh, PC supplies. This is back in the EV games. This is when I was in Lakeland and we used to get a lot of the uh, PC supplies. So we used to get spindles, the 50 packs. <laughs> uh-huh. So I would turn around and buy a spindle or two. And then, you know, we were uh, we were allowed to check out product, you know, the way that that always was. Mm-hmm. It was always two at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because me and that and my boss at the time were super cool. 
Oh yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. super cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, statue of limitations is fast, so it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 I can't. He's he's still he he's still with that entity, oh, wow. so you know you know who it is. Okay. But he used to let me check out ten to fifteen titles at a time. <laughs> I would take stacks off the shelf and and run them home for like you know uh, for a day. You know the next yeah. day, yeah. I'd copy ten at a time, bring them back, check out ten more. So I've got like um, five stacks because I had these two big spindles. You know, a CD uh, I've spinner. The, I've seen the PlayStation book, Jay. <laughs> You've shown me the PlayStation book. Holy that system was so yeah. easy. Was it like a black CD? Uh, thing? Yeah, like a flip. Yeah. Like it was a yeah, yeah. binder. Yeah, that, that system was so. All you had to do was just put a paperclip inside, push the button down. Dude, I remember learning that, open, and it was and like put that game on. Yeah, you could l- yeah. let it spin so it loads the screen, and then pop it off and pop your disc on, and boom, off you go. <laughs> yeah, what got me into that um, was I wanted to play Toe Ball Two. Do you remember the first Toe Ball game? That was on. Um, it was the game that came with the Final Fantasy VII demo on PlayStation. It, it was a fighting game. It was like a 3D fighting game, really right, blocky looking. It looked like looking. Virtual Fighter. Yeah, it looked like Virtual Fighter, except there was like a I robot. Like, I don't know what it yeah. is. Oh, um, yeah, if you saw it, you'd probably remember. It's actually a really good game. Square made it. Um, it was really, really cool. But the second one wasn't getting released over here. Oh, and yes. okay, okay, yeah. It, so Toe Ball Two wasn't coming out over here, and that was the first game that I imported, like on my. Yeah. Do you remember Erg Highs? That was Square Air Guys, wasn't it? Yeah, God yeah. bless the ring. That was cool. Yep. Yeah, there's I something in that all the time. I, I just Google this, and it pops up with the artwork. A little bit of me, I, I get a little nostalgic here. I missed the old SquareSoft logo. I don't like Square Enix as a Square name. Enix, like SquareSoft. Yeah. Can you can you guys see like that? The old logo. Yeah, I remember. Ah, oh, man, that's nostalgic right there. Yeah. Squaresoft. They were good no Square for the longest Enix. time. That and uh, Fire Pro Wrestling, Enix. I remember coming out on uh, PlayStation I'm buying so, that. I'm so, I'm so close to wanting to buy that for the PS4. You know what? You know what stopped me? I was super hyped for that game. I was because like I bought it on um, Sega Saturn. Yeah. I bought it on PlayStation. I bought the Fire Pro Wrestling D sure, on um, sure. on um what do you call it on dreamcast and like you used to be able to go on these sites and like they used to update that game all the time like of new finishing moves to get added that you could download to your memory card on the vmus and stuff so i was super into that game this playstation 4 version of fire pro in order to download characters you have to go in through an app on your phone or your computer and get them sent to your playstation it's such a pain in the ass to get characters on it that it totally turned. Cause I played the demo. Like when I was at my CEO, like wrestling events and stuff like that, it was partnered with new Japan pro wrestling who yeah. is part yeah. of fire pro, the new fire pro right now. And I loved it. It was such a fun game, but as anybody who's played those fire pro games knows, like the creator wrestler is where it's at in that game. Yeah, like you absolutely. can make anybody you can have. I, I can remember I had like, 80s WWF, 90s WWF, like all these different, like I had China with different chins. Like it was just totally, totally different kind of game. But the one on PS4 was such a pain in the ass to download anybody that I didn't even get into it. Well, it's funny. Here's the reason why GameStop sucks. The, uh, um, I just Googled him. Oh, this Pro, is the reason. Fire Pro PS4. And it says <laughs> Best Buy, 29 
Next to it, it's on sale. It actually says sale. I don't know if you can see it. On sale. <laughs> huh? Which was normally $35. Get it used for $24.99. Huh. I'm, I'm just spending 5 bucks more and get it brand new at Best Buy. <laughs> like... Or you're, you're telling me the brand new yours is thirty five and place the and Best Buy's is twenty nine like, but buy our used one for twenty four like that's just. God Isn't damn, that the guys. way it always was? Used games yeah, are so always like, fifty four yeah. ninety nine. You're like ten years yeah, too late yeah, on yeah. that observation. Yeah. There, saying is their new price is still saying thirty five. That yeah. it's on sale for twenty four ten dollars off, but that's the used one. <laughs> oh, okay, I yeah, see what you're it, saying. So yeah. look, you can kind of see it in the light used. So the used one is thirty five, but it's on sale for twenty four. Meanwhile, Best Buy is brand new for twenty nine. So Tom, if you create yourself in the wrestling game, what is your finishing move? I went. I used to. Okay, so it's funny you ask that because WWF Attitude you had or added, Yeah, I think it was Attitude. You had to have a created wrestler in order to unlock. Like this is back in the days before you know, down DLC and all that shit where you actually played through a game to unlock shit. Right. And you had, to, you had to beat the game with a created wrestler. So my created wrestler, of course, my finishing move was, was the stunner. The stunner. Like, okay. who, who didn't give yourself Stone Cold Steve Austin's moveset so, okay. in those gonna, games back then? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, open myself up for criticism here, but back when AOL like first popped up in like 95, um, and they had like, the chat rooms and all that kind of shit. And, um, I don't know if you guys did the same thing, but I was back into wrestling back in 95. I was probably, what, 16? Wrestling, loved it. I found out there was a thing called cyber wrestling. Did you ever hear about that? Cyber wrestling? Yeah. It's kind of like, so, like, you make your character, and it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, but for, like, wrestling. So you make I your character. I used to see it in pro wrestling illustrated yeah, all the I time. I made my character. Yeah. I gave him a whole backstory, and then they gave you, like, points like you would an RPG, and I assigned different points to him. And, and then you're right, that will allow different moves. Yeah, it's I was, like 161 I was moves. a front face lock. Yeah. Yep. I pick my moves and then I created my character. I had my little you know bio, whatever it was, and then I sent it in. And then every week they would do like a, a random like buy the dice or whatever. And it would tell you like, oh, this person wins, this person loses. And my character was actually the champion for a little bit and it went back and forth. And it was cool. Like you got to do it. And then afterwards you got to do like a shoot. You get to write up like what you would say against the. Anyway, this is like I said, ninety-five. Anyway, uh-huh. my character that I made was. Uh, <laughs> keep in mind, this is back in like WWE when it was like gimmicks were the shit. You know what I mean? Like you had to have. Yeah. A, so my character was Doctor Steve Riker, and he was a chiropractor, and he came out in like the scrubs, right? He came out in the scrubs, and his finishing move was torture the final act. torture. No, the final adjustment. It was uh, the final it, adjustment. Yeah, the final adjustment, and it was basically. The camel clutch. It was like you put them over these, and you're breaking their back. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. That was my character, man. Speaking of which, I know we talked about this right on some the chiropractor. The chiropractor. <laughs> I know we talked about this on some previous episodes, but um, did anybody watch the um, the Dark Side of the Ring documentary about uh, Owen Hart this past week? No, I only think. I've oh watched- man. Dude, if on on Vice, it's called Dark Side of the Ring. It's on um, you can find it on YouTube. There's all these different documentaries about Chris Benoit. Uh, there's one about the Road Warriors. There's one about Owen Hart. Um, basically, uh, there's one about Jimmy Snuka killing his wife or his girlfriend back in the day. It's all these like I think I think there's one about China. I can't remember. 
But there's all these different stories about wrestlers from that era, and they're like hour-long documentaries. It's actually really good. But the Owen Hart one, man, his wife, like, to this day, like, his family, like, they still hate them for that. Oh, yeah. Like, she has the hook. She keeps the hook in a box in her house that was the one that was used to to like latch him the one that dropped him yeah the one that dropped him like she has it in the house Why? like still in the why would you want that though because they went after them like they went after the wwf and tried to sue them for the whole for the whole action uh with it and whatnot and it i think she ended up getting a settlement but like it was this huge thing that like the hart family like apparently other people in the family stole her case from her house in the middle of the night and gave it to the prosecution like for the WWE, because I mean, they're the heart wrestling family. They're like, they're, I mean, I'm trying to think of, they're like the Steinbrunner family of baseball. Like that's for them. Like they're, that's all they know. That's all mm -hmm. they know is yeah. wrestling. So, and they have all these kids and whatnot that want to come up through the business and all that stuff. And they thought that she was going to screw it up for everybody. And so one of them, they don't disclose who in the documentary broke into her house and got all her paperwork so the defense, the WWE, knew everything that she was going to come at them with and had, like, disputes for everything, like, already all set up. Like, to their own brother's friggin' wife. That's insane. That's so crazy. So who would you speculate did that? Well, apparently the company that they went with, because they talked about at the time, like, Sting used to drop in like that all the time as well. Um, he used to be released from the rafters and whatnot. Apparently, the WWE went with a cheaper company um, yeah, I, that was doing I read this. That. I, yeah, I, I, I had read that. I meant, yeah. who do you think is the one that broke into the Hart's house and took the shit? Another Hart? Um, I mean, I would guess it was, like, Bruce or one of them. Because, like, I mean, Brett, I mean, obviously, Brett's one of the best wrestlers that ever came out of that whole thing. And, like, Owen was amazing and, you know, everything else. But there was one of his brothers... Um, was in line to get that Owen Hart like push like the the whole thing of like Owen Hart I don't know if mm -hmm. you guys remember but like oh, he, yeah. he he feuded with Bret Hart for a long time yeah, he did and I think it was his brother Bruce or it was one of the other ones he was supposed to get that shot but he wasn't that great of a wrestler like he was kind of eh it, when it compared to Owen and they gave that to Owen so I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if he was the one who was kind of jaded by that whole gotcha. thing and maybe he's, maybe he's held on hope. 70 now who bruce hart yeah yeah i think he's the old one of the oldest ones out of all of them but he was back when they did that whole angle where the hart family came together and owen started getting jealous of brett i want to say this was like 93 94 something like that probably um it was supposed to be for one of his other brothers that came up with it and then owen i mean owen was great in the ring so of course they gave the spot to him so and it's crazy like that family is just uh, they from, did the anvil pass away too yeah he died uh i think last year the year before that he died of a heart attack and british bulldog died uh he owen was, hart he british used so bulldog much, he used yeah. so much drugs my god but what happened he to him the steroids and the drugs and well he was on those steroids for all those years but the thing that threw him over the top apparently was the painkiller addiction yeah. he got addicted to painkillers um Back when the Warrior came back in WCW, when it, there was like this little tiny time frame where the Ultimate Warrior came back and he did like four matches, they built these trap doors in the ring 
like it, like so the warrior right. could he appear. disappeared it he could disappear in the yeah. ring yeah well, i remember that well the british bulldog was one of the wrestlers that he took a back body drop on that floor on the specific side of our spot in the ring where that happened and it messed up his back. And ever since then he was addicted to pain before he used to just do like Coke and shit like that. But now you throw in an opiate addiction and you know, it was just a recipe for disaster for him at that point. But it's crazy that like you look back on shit like that and it was the ultimate warriors, you know, stupid rigged gimmick that he had where he would, the smoke would fill the ring and he'd, come up through the bottom of the ring and whatnot. It's crazy. Or at least it's crazy to me. I don't know. I used to love, Bret Hart was one of my favorites. Yeah, Bret Hart was really... Yeah. So, Mike, you create yourself in the game, in a wrestling game. What's your finishing move? I don't know. Uh, I, I try to think about it like... I, I get tired of like seeing like these moves that... like Mr. Soccer. Were, well, no, it's like these moves <laughs> that like you have to... like. I can't stand moves like the pedigree where it's like, Hey, I'm going to kick you in the stomach and then put your head down and then lift this arm and then lift this arm. And it just seems or like the razor's edge oh, okay. of like flipping them up where it's just like, you give this, you're putting a show on, you're giving them too much time. I felt like the best finishing moves for me were the ones that came out of the blue. The top three that I can think of was either the stole code, stole cones, Jesus Christ, stone cold stunner, sweet chin music, or um, the sharpshooter. You know, it's like when you see someone trying to do a drop kick from the top rope to Brett, he'd catch both legs and slam them down on their back and toss that leg and swish and just flip them over. Mm -hmm. I, I felt like those three were probably one of my favorites. So I, I can't pick one. I, I it, it sounds stupid. It's probably one of the lamest ones, but Sweet Chin Music, that, that super kick was yeah. like when Shawn Michaels would do it. Not, when he started going in the corner and pounding the foot, it was like, stop. Just do the move where, like, you catch someone by surprise and pop to the chin, and you, yeah. you. I mean, you always, sometimes you'd hear that. Yeah, when it would come out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, yeah, they knew how to do it. They'd slap their thigh. Yeah. yeah, that pop would happen, and they would just drop. And it was like that surprise move, you know, not where, hey, I got this guy on my shoulders. Look at me, everybody. He's still up here. He knows what I'm about to do. And then, like the tombstone. It's like Jesus Christ, you're 69ing a guy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but the tombstone was still scary. I mean, the Undertaker is one of the great yeah, gimmicks uh, in so the history. Like, even as a kid, I'm like, that dude's nuts are in her chin. Like, eh. yeah, I, I like the moves that like surprised you. The shocker. Jason, what would yours be? Uh, DDT. Okay. DDT with like a setup, or is there like a kick for that, or is it just like? You know, it's one of those ones that you never know when it could happen. You know, that's, like, that's, that's that was so great about it. You know, sometimes who's style? Be a, oh, who was the first person that really did the DJ? Jake Roberts was the yeah, first Jake one. Roberts yeah, yeah, he was the one he, that used he to He did do a it. really good one. Arn Anderson used to do a really good DDT. Well, the one that I used day. to like that they did was uh, the <laughs> Brain Buster when the 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 Anderson brothers what was. Oh it, yeah, uh, Gene and Ole. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was Arn Anderson and so, Te Telly Tully Brancher, Blanchard. Yeah, and then yep. when it was a spiked pile driver, yeah, you know, and he climbed the up move. the top rope, yeah, they okay. outlawed so, that one. When two yep. guys are standing side by side, and they do like the where they wrap the leg around the other guy's leg and put his arm, and then they go backwards. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, in a tag yeah. team match. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes they'll do that move, but then they'll do it from the front. And there's a guy that does it from the front. 
and smashes his face it's down. like imagine like you're about to do the rock bottom like you flip the guy's arm over yeah. your arm uh -huh. and then you wrap your leg around his leg and then you just floom straight back in their face oh yeah and yeah yeah i know who you're talking did about that, and I, I can't remember who did yeah i want to say it's like, it, like, i think edge or did it something. or something no edges like, was, was the spear yeah but before it was the spear it was i i want to say it was something similar to that like he had i want to say i remember like, like the bookmark or like Something there was the there was like the that. book end and that the was just end. the rock that was Booker T's rock bottom when he was going through his I want to be the rock phase. Yeah, he really wanted to be the rock. <laughs> Can you dig it, sucker? Yeah. Oh god. That, we'll have to do a classic wrestling podcast one of these days. We'll have to get Rob on here and go through some of that old I, shit I, and whatnot. I don't know who's on it today, but I I did like I said I I love I mean who didn't love it in the eighties early nineties it was. I mean, we all knew it was fake, but it was like a soap opera for boys. It was like don't you say that? Don't you dare! You didn't. You didn't want to admit it was fake for a I'm long sorry, time. Like, yeah. Choreographed. It was choreographed. You know, I watched. I, yeah, tape. you know, but then there was a lot of choreography. But then there was the matches that would happen that that you know defied that. You know that it was unexpected. You know that uh, well, or it looked like that shit really hurt. Like you didn't know they were slapping their leg or whatever. You know, them chops, you know, when Ric Flair would lay the slap down on somebody, Ooh. you know. I'm just glad through all of that that I spoke English because if I listen to it in Spanish and that announce table goes every fucking week, I <laughs> But you know great. what? You know what? It was, it was funny. the Spanish announce table. I was watching, um, there's a couple of like wrestling websites that um, I still check out on like YouTube and stuff like that. Like one of them is like Wrestling with Regret. Like a lot of them, they do That's like old, quick. they do like old pay per view reviews. Like they're like, oh yeah, this was blah, blah, blah. You know, like back in the day after she had her surgery and she wasn't, before she became a crackhead, China was pretty smoking. Like in that in between phase from where she went, <laughs> no, from where she, dude, you watch her like WrestleMania matches against like Ivory and stuff like that, dude. She was like a brick shit house. Like when Sunny, she was doing her, Ed, yeah, Sunny, Sunny hot, but when she was doing her, hot. her Eddie yeah, Guerrero yeah. stuff when she was with Latino Heat, remember Latino Heat? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, she was pretty banging back then. Not gonna lie, but anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a lot of surgery, but anyway, those those old pay-per-views, I think what we... In your house? <laughs> yeah, the In Your House ones. I think what was so different for us, though, is you remember growing up watching, like, WWF superstars. You know, yeah. like, it was, like, the one-hour show that was on yep. on Saturday mornings, Saturday yep. and it was, like, Bret Hart yep. versus the Brooklyn Brawler, and then it was, like, the Ultimate Warrior versus I Mike... I fucking hated the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, I or, hated or that guy. you know, Mike Steele, or... Uh, Bob Jimmy's or, you know, it was like all these the weird jobbers. nobodies. Yeah. And then it wasn't until the Monday night wars that we started getting like pay-per-view quality stuff mm -hmm. on weekly television every week. So it was like for us, I mean, Saturday you know, night main event. Yeah. Saturday that night main one? event. Yeah. yeah you, you remember like back in the day it was, Oh yeah. You know, I'm going to order Royal rumble and it was like 60 bucks and you'd make that tape and that tape would circulate around your friends and shit like that. Like now it was to the point where that wasn't the only time you'd get to see like Hogan versus Sting. Okay, let's use that as an example. Like Hogan versus I Sting became became something that you used to watch. It used to that used to start being like for free. Like that started being not just this monthly pay per view or this 
back in the day when they only had four pay-per-views a year, not, it wasn't even 12 pay-per-views a year. Like, I think we were at that perfect spot where it was like, we were into it and it was cool. Mm -hmm. And they, and they were like drug dealers where like they had a little (laughs) bit and they're like, yeah, you know, every, every January, every April, every uh, August. Yeah. We'll give you, we'll give you a taste. And then like to maintain you during the time you'd watch this little shit in the, in the middle. That was like the little Mm -hmm. hour shows of like, you know, like I said, the little jobbers getting beat up and then they'd show you something really cool. But then like we were in this era where it was like, there was a pay-per-view every week. (laughs) That's what it felt like. Yeah, that's exactly. It was like this huge. And back then we didn't have TiVo. We didn't have any of that bullshit. It was like, if you wanted, if you wanted to watch WWF Raw, you had to be home on Monday night at nine o'clock. Yep. And you had to watch it, or you had to tape it, or you had to do whatever in order you, to see it that way. And I'll tell you that that NWO war, whatever whatever your feelings are, in NWO that Monday night war when that started was some of the best wrestling on both programs. It was oh yeah, so much fun to watch cuz I remember Nitro was like, "Hey, we're going to start an hour earlier." So you got yep. an hour of Nitro and then right before Raw would start, they would be like, "Oh my god, look what's coming out." And then you're like, yep. ah, "I don't want to ah, I don't want to change the channels. The the outsiders are here. Shit, what's going to happen?" And like you Kids. you didn't want to flip to Raw because you're like, yep. "I don't want to miss this." Kids that today have no best. idea the previous yeah. channel button. They have yeah. no idea how important go back the previous channel yeah. button yep. was on your remote to go back and forth between that. And then, like, for me, it was I had to have that singled out because Jenna McCarthy yeah. was on singled out. So I used to have to have those three in rotation constantly going, <laughs> like, around. Have you seen her on Mass Singer? Good God. Yeah. It's one of the worst fucking shows. It is. That's so fucking it is, awful. But I love Those her. judges suck so hard. Their they, guesses are so fucking awful. They yeah. They don't even need the judges, honestly. They're just they're stupid. They're so stupid. All of them are so dumb. At least the Ken Jong At least shit. Ken Jong seems to have feel you know, funny with it. Like you know his guesses are But even some of his guesses are just so stupid. Yeah, he's being stupid. And I get they have a lot of surprises on there. You know, of people, you know, that you would just yeah. wouldn't expect to be under that mask. But, man. Yeah, we're going so off stupid. topic here. But yeah. at, You think? What, what I'm saying, but they haven't finished it yet. But have you, they're like, they do a mask and they're like, oh, my God, it's so-and-so. And I look at my wife and I'm like, who is that? So I, I've said that several times this season. I'm like, I don't know who this person is. They're supposed to be, who, who is this for like the under 20 crowd? Because I don't know who these people are. Like yeah, and then until season. you get the backstory yeah. about him, and then yeah. you're like, oh, okay. Started the season cool. off, and we lost like Dion Warwick. I'm like, okay, I knew who that is. We lost some bigger people, and then like some of the ones that get into the end, they're like, oh, you're so and so pop star, and I'm like, who? I got I've never even heard your name. Side That'll change, anyway. Okay, so if we're gonna close on an on a good note, Jason has been trying uh-huh. for many many times to say, hey Tom, watch this. Tell me what you think of it. Hey, Tom, here's something I'm watching. And let's be honest. I, I took Jay up on that one time. There was one time. Or no, twice. Uh, here there we was, go. There was, I did, there here was, we go. I did too there, on a show. There was two times <laughs> that I took Jason at what he was saying of like, let's watch it. We'll talk about it on the show. The second one was Dark Phoenix, which was just painful for everybody. That I met him at Hollywood 20. We yeah, we beer. went to the theater, saw that. that we yeah. went and saw that. The first one, 
was a little show that he said, come on, Tom, let's, well, you know, you need to watch this. You need to watch this. And okay, fine, Jason, I'll fucking watch it. My one day off in the middle of the season, I'll go ahead. I'll watch this damn show podcast Wednesday night, you know, okay. De- watch defenders. So I watch defenders. I get out a notebook. I got a new pen. It's, it's snazzy. <laughs> I like the way it's writing. I got, I'm left-handed. So I got ink on the side of my hands because I'm writing across shit. I'm ready. There's a fucking Picasso I, with words. Yeah. I had this shit ready. <laughs> and then you motherfuckers went ahead and did the podcast without me and defenders other than Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> oh, and shit. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> <laughs> and other other than Sigourney Weaver and the massive crush I had on her when I was a kid, that show just sucked. Oh, God, it was really so horrible. Did. So it really did. I said, you know what? Everybody deserves a third chance. And Jason told me about a little movie that's on Netflix called... Um, shit, now I forgot the name of it because I was just going yeah, on this no, awesome no, tirade. It's just a movie that I said to Matt you shouldn't watch because it looked like shit in the trailer no no this is this is called have a oh, good no. trip you have a oh, good trip okay. Okay. and it's docu- a it's a documentary about different drugs and their effects on you and the is times that these people I thought the whole thing was just about acid it was and about acid? acid it was also about mushrooms hallucinogens yeah, yeah. hallucinogens stuff like that okay and gotcha. jason and i had a little conversation to preface that and pretty much that everything that I said, uh, mine is the only thing that I really didn't have a grasp on was when they started talking about the mirrors, about don't look in a mirror when you're yes, high. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, pretty, yeah, pretty much Primo everything rule. that I I can speak for myself here. I have no problem saying I, I enjoy marijuana <laughs> when I'm in the right state of mind. I can't, I cannot do... I cannot do drugs or I can't drink if I'm depressed or if something's going on. Like, I'm just, I'm just one of those people. Like I, if I have a beer, I have to, everything has to be okay in my life or for me to smoke and have a good, a good, um, experience. It has to be that everything's okay. Like I'm not one, I can't, I don't do it to relieve stress. I do it to heighten things. So for me personally, I'm watching this documentary and I'm just thinking about all the different like drugs that they're talking about. And I, I've, I'm not gonna lie, I've been offered some drugs in my day from some people. <laughs> I've been, no, I, I've been no. offered some drugs. I, I, I've had some people try <laughs> some to mighty hard yes. things that you would call illicit. Illicit, yes. I've had people offer me some things that would alter my mind. They said, <laughs> or maybe you know this would be cool to do with you. And like, I don't know about you guys. But, like, in the documentary, they t- which, a great documentary. If, if anybody is looking for something to leisurely watch, like, honestly. It was funny, too. Yeah. 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 We, had a, we had a little tiff within our um, Raiders uh, family this past week, like a little discussion <laughs> where we were, we were kind of ragging on each other a little bit. And I was watching this at the exact same time. <laughs> and... And it was it was something that you didn't need your full attention on, so it was something okay to have in the background while we were figuring out some stuff. And during the documentary, I personally like I could never see myself doing that stuff. Like I I I cannot imagine crossing that line. Like it looks like I'm not gonna lie, it looks like like just from the way they describe it, it sounds like a fun time. Like it does, super it's, fun. It yeah. does sound good time. Fun. And, and good I time. felt that too. 
but like, at the same time, I don't know. And Jason, don't take this the wrong way. Mike, don't take this the wrong way. But like, I don't really know if I know that many people that I would feel safe tripping with that wouldn't fuck with me. Like, I know, yeah. like, I almost feel like Jay would do something a little sneaky. <laughs> like, he would, like, he would, he would do something just because, you know. To enhance the experience. Yeah, for, for one of the people, I mean, like, you think about this, and it, it's true in a lot of things. But, like, let's say you go someone, you know, let's use uh, Bull Durham as a classic example. There's the old weathered man, which would be Jason which would be <laughs> Kevin Costner in the movie. And then there's Tim Robbins who comes in. He's the young hotshot pitcher and whatnot. Like he doesn't know shit from Shinola, which another thing from the jerk, if you haven't seen that. Um, like, so he knows all the ins and outs, all the little tricks to do. <laughs> so for it to be hit fun for him, like if I said, Jason, perhaps you'd like to do some drugs. He would be like, okay, yeah, sure. And he would he would be in a He'd certain state of mind. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah, where he would be like, you know, I know what I'm gonna be like on this shit. I'm gonna fuck with Tom and his grandma is gonna come crawling out of the trash can with a knife in her mouth and try to kill him. Like he would throw like a Chucky doll at me or you know what I'm saying? Like it, it stuff like that. That's always I mean, I've had plenty of other people who have tried to get me to do mushrooms with them. They're like, Oh, mushrooms would be it would be great for you. Like you would love the experience of it and whatnot. Like I just, it's so weird to me that to think like the drug can be so different depending, depending on your frame of mind Yes. and how yeah. drastically your frame of mind can change. So it makes have you, me Have you ever done it, Mike? No, I, I got, well, I've never done. No. So when I was in high school, <laughs> I forget, I may have been my junior or senior year. I can't remember what year it was. And I may have said this in the podcast way many moons ago, but we had a kid uh, who was selling acid, and I had never, I didn't know what acid was. I didn't kind of know. It. So someone explained to me it's a piece of paper, it's got something on it. You stick it on your tongue, and it just absorbs in. Blah blah blah. And you start seeing shit. So somebody going around our school was selling it, and it's this one kid. His name was, I remember his name was Jared. I don't remember his last name. It's probably a good thing. Diamond source. And <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Jared. Going, got it. <laughs> I was going into our English class, and he had gotten there first, and everyone kind of sat down. And I was probably like two seats up, one to the left or something like that. And I heard, well, I can't do it here, but I, I heard like shaking. And I turn around, I'm like looking back, and it's this kid. He's, he has his hands on the desk on both sides, and he's just shaking the desk like nervous. Like he's holding on to it. His face is straight. He's sweating. And the desk is just shaking. And I'm just like, look. And then it became so loud. Everybody kept turning back like, what's going on? And the teacher was like, Jared? He's like, yeah, yeah. And she asked him a question or something. And then she's like, all right, I want you guys to, oh, blah, 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 blah. I'll be right back. She left. She went and got the principal, came back, and he's just holding onto his desk. And the next thing you know, she had, they asked him to leave. She leaves, tells us to do some more work, find out he got expelled because he had done tripped acid in class. And oh, wow. he was tripping in class, and he was the guy selling it. So that freaked me out. Like, that's kind of like, like I don't, I don't want to <laughs> fucking be like to the point where I'm nervous, where I'm shaking a desk. Like, I see what it looks like, so I never did that. Funny story. I'm not going to say who his name is. You probably know who he is. Uh, somebody bought a friend of mine bought some mushrooms. I don't, you know, he's like, hey, I'm going to buy some mushrooms. Going to bring them back from this party. We're going to have a party with it. Mom and dad are out of town. My sister's down. We're going to bring some friends over. Sounds cool. 
So he did this. He went, this guy named, I don't want to say his name. His first name is Pat Patrick. Bought uh, some stuff from Patrick. Matt's like, oh, shit, shit. <laughs> Buzz is like, And then SpongeBob was like. <laughs> SpongeBob was driving the car home. Feds are going to three different people's like, houses. He got the, better, the better of him. So he just kind of like opened the Ziploc bag, took one out, two, put it in his hands. Like, I don't know how much I should take. <laughs> Eats the mushrooms. Then he gets home to the house. He's like, hey, I bought these mushrooms. I took some in the car, man, thinking they would kick in by the time I got home. I'm not feeling shit. I think he just sold me bogus stuff. And I'm Boom. like, really? It's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, it oh, if, it, if it's fake, it's not even, all right, whatever. I'm not going to bother taking it. So I never took it. Mm-hmm. Matt's like, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe I just didn't take enough. So he took the whole Ziploc bag, the whole bag, eats the whole shit up. And, uh, he went to sister, space. Sister, oh, it did. <laughs> oh, it did he. At one point, we found him in this party with his face in the dog bowl, like eating the food, but passed out with the face in the dog. So we like all we did was pick his head up, turn it, and put him back down. So his face, so he wouldn't suffocate the dog. This dude was out of it. He had oh, a story about what he saw, <laughs> but what we saw was somebody who couldn't eat. Like he just was face first in dog. He food. thought he was like scuba diving. Yeah. Yeah, I could imagine what he was seeing. But thank God that night, I'm like, oh, they don't work? Fuck it, I'm not going to take them. So I never did. So that's, I never took them. Uh, See, I never did. My my vice when it came to that kind of shit was I, I blew out my knee, and I had a doctor that just gave me a ton of pain pills. And like that. pain pills. Pain pills. <laughs> I mean, I'm... I will be a thousand percent honest. I've never illegally bought everything. Everything I've ever gotten when it came to that stuff was always by prescription by a doctor. And this was, this was the early two thousands. So it's not like it was now where like Mm -hmm. you, you get like, you know, you only get a week supply of this shit and they only give you enough for like two a day, like shit like that. I blew my knee out in 2000. I don't know, two, three, something like that. I had no cartilage in my left knee and I had to have, I needed to have surgery. We we got in a big fight with the rink that I played hockey at. I had to go around for eight months with floating cartilage in my knee. So I was in a lot of pain. My leg would give out all the time. And I was a nurse, so, I mean, I couldn't work. It was – anyway, I had, a, I had a doctor at the time who gave me Percocet, Vicodin, and Valium all at the same time and said <laughs> – jeez. Like, wow. Geez. Because Vicodin <laughs> – the year before that I had busted my other knee and I was on Vicodin for a while for that. And I had built up a tolerance. So what ended up happening was this doctor was just like, okay, I see that you have a high Vicodin tolerance. This is what you were on last year. I'm going to give you the Percocet in case it hurts. And you're also very tense. I can feel it in your shoulders. So here's some Valium. So he gives me those. That's you know, a and back, right there. Yeah. I go to Publix. You got 30 pills a bot or 30 pills, a, uh, or, no, I think it was like 60 pills. You got a whole shitload of drugs that Yeah, night. yeah. So, and $12 is the prescription price <laughs> with my insurance. So I was like, okay. So I'm not going to lie. Like, I kind of got hooked on the fact that you could take these things and they would just kind of, nothing would bother you. I mean, I was never, I never hurt. Yeah. Those were the only things that, like, I've, I don't even want to say experimented with because of the fact that they were prescribed to me. I did what I, you know, I used them for what I was supposed to do, but like, did I get hooked? Yeah. But at the same time, like that was, that's, I can't imagine it going past that. 
Like when you guys yeah. talk about acid and stuff, like I can't imagine freaking out past that. It may it may surprise you to know that I too have been offered many a drugs in my <laughs> yeah. life. Oh wow! Okay. okay. It may <laughs> surprise you even more to know that I have done many of those drugs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quite often. <laughs> um, so. I, I have done acid. I've done the paper. I remember turning around and getting offered and the different shapes or designs are supposed to, you know, influence, I feel, you know, the direction of whether it's going to be good or what you might see, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last time that I did it was off of mushrooms. And I got to say it was the very clean, uh, very rewarding experience. And when it was done, there was no n- nagging, nasty side effects like I had when I had uh, did the paper you know, uh-huh. probably like decades before. It's to, the environment, you know, we kind of discussed that on the, the last episode, the environment that you're in, you know, will play <laughs> tremendous factor yeah. on whether you're going to have a, a good trip or you're going to have a bad trip. So, and yeah, so you, you would what? have to gauge your company very carefully. Real quick, yeah. I, I think that's the reason why I've never wanted to try it. Because you don't know if you're going to have a really good time or a really bad time. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like, what if I'm taking it at the wrong time and it influences me to have something that I'm thinking fucking scarecrows are chasing me or some shit. Yeah. Like, like, or, I don't or on top that. of that, what if I go over to Jason? Let's say, let's say Jason had the ability to get drugs. And Jason was like, come on over, Tom. And I went over to his house. If I started having like a crappy trip, like I'm stuck at Jason's house. I'm not going to yeah. like get in my car and try to drive away. What if Jason ends up being my tormentor? Like, what if he's the one that's like, you know, like he's constantly like just, you know, oh, go. I, I, I yeah. did read the the Steve Jobs bio, biography like that he released before his death. Um, and in there he says something like, you know, how LSD made him creative to the point where and that's acid. So people don't know that like he, he credits the acid for something that was pivotal in, in his career. And he's like. I suggest that at least one time in your life, everyone should do it at least one time. He goes, because the freedom that you get, and again, I've never done it, so I don't know, but like he says the freedom and the your mind just goes places that you would never think and you come up, you come back remembering it. Like, and that's the thing. He's like, and it's an incredible experience. I, I totally agree to that. Um, it is, it, it is a great experience. So. <laughs> But of course, it'll be a really great experience or one of the most unexpected, craziest shit will happen. Yeah. And that's what I liked about the documentary. You know, Sting, you know, he took peyote or, peyote. or, some, yeah. or some crazy shit for the first time. And he's walking through the countryside. And he kept eating it, kept eating it. Like yeah, they kept he giving kept him more eating and more. it. And, you know, Mother Nature's talking to him and breathing. <laughs> and, he, you know, he's hearing sound or he's seeing sounds and um, seeing colors. And then this guy, I guess that know knew him, comes out of the woods and is like, "I need your help. You've got to come now." And so he went with the dude, and then he ultimately helped the guy, cow, give birth. And here he's telling the story about how the cows spitting the cow baby out and yeah. blood squirting all over the place, and he's tripping balls, <laughs> delivering this. <laughs> the universe is coming so, out. <laughs> yeah, and, and you could see in Sting's eyes where he kept on, you know, like, he was telling these stories that just kind of, like, went all over the place that yeah. he just wants to keep ascending. Um, and it was, I'm sure you agree, moving on to different people in there, you know, you saw the Beastie Boys, one yep. of the Beastie Boys, you saw Princess right. Leia. I'll have to watch um, this on Monday when I'm at work. Rosie, when I'm, Rosie when I'm working. was funny. 
Rosie Perez is great, but what I thought was uh, hilarious about Princess Leia's is, is she had even said about Carrie Fisher's yeah. was that you know she's tripping balls and she's tripping balls with people that know her as Princess Leia because yeah. this was the height of her fame. So you're tripping balls and there's Princess Leia and then she Topless didn't understand the power exactly. Yeah. Um, and the whole beach is looking at her and titties out and all that sort of stuff. So that was the best part of the Rosie Perez one when she's like. I'm standing there holding my titty fats. I couldn't believe that she called. I like her titty fat was coming out of her fingertips. It was like, what? And that was some really good. And they they reenact some of the people's stories with different actors and comedians and shit like that, which is pretty freaking hilarious. Where they wanted to the window. You you will definitely have an amazing story, and uh, I did it many different times. And I'll share one quick story that I have with you guys, and then we can wrap this up. But, um, you know, I had uh, went back home. This is my early 20s, and I was living in Orlando, and I had went back home to where my mom had lived, and um, I reconnected with a couple high school friends. And when I had left high school, um, a lot of bad shit had happened. So when I went back and I reconnected with these people, you know, it wasn't the same, so it was very, like, proceeding back into a relationship very cautiously, and you could feel the tension because of things that had happened in the past mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then, of course, I came, you know, with a friend of mine from Orlando. So I had one of my new people with me, if you will, mm-hmm. new girlfriend and stuff like that. So the tensions were very awkward. But, you know, you hadn't seen people in decades since high school plus, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's get together and what a great way to break the tension. Let's drop a whole bunch of acid. <laughs> so we did And we went to this one person's house, and his house was directly across from a park, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a a kid's park, and had a little playground and stuff like that. And we got there during the day. We took all the paper and stuff like that, and the night progressed. Here's what you're going to look, Tom, is homeboy had this giant fucking great day. This fucking fucking dog was a horse. Did he kill it? If 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 this story doesn't end with the dog dying, then I don't want to hear it. (laughs) <laughs> this dog was fucking huge but uh, you know obviously dogs like that are so fucking stupid and dodo-y yeah. they had to lock them up not right? as dumb as their owners but you no know, gen- generally not so uh you know they locked them up the night progressed and stuff like that and you know things started happening and you know people are trying to accelerate or create experiences you do stupid stuff listen to music and psychedelic crap and all sorts of stuff to try to mm-hmm. get things going so we decided to go outside and go exploring, you know, Mother Nature was calling and me and my friend and the girl that I was with, um, we go down to the park. Again, it's walking distance at the bottom of the hill. His hill, his house is out at the top. We went down there and we're all sitting on top of you know, the playgrounds, the stuff, the slides, yeah. the swings, the freaking stuff. seesaw, the, the monkey bars, and the, yeah. the stuff, you know, the playground the stuff. The American Gladiator bars. Exactly. We're laughing, music's playing, blah, 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 having a good time. But then all of a sudden, it got really quiet, like something had changed. <laughs> and at this point right here, the, the hallucinogens, the LSDs kicking in the, real fucking hard. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? And then you, it's a very wooded area, and really the only light that we're getting in is like the sunlight, you know? Excuse me, excuse me, the moonlight, I should say. And a couple of the street lights in the background, you hear something go by in the darkness, like that. And we're like, what the fuck is that? And then you hear, the dingo. It's the nothing. 
what I didn't tell you about the Great Dane is the Great Dane's uh, name was Tiger. The reason why the dog's name was Tiger because he had like an orange marmaduke color. Okay. And then he had these stripes that went through him. Yeah. And he was so fucking big, it was like a tiger. So, flash forward back to us being on this freaking playground. Fucking high as fuck on acid. And we mm. see this big shadow running through it, galloping. <laughs> what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, coming out of the left side... You hear it's a fucking tiger, <laughs> and the dog comes running out. This big fucking dog, boom, like a big fucking marmaduke. But what we saw was a fucking tiger. tiger. Yeah. This fucking tiger came out top speed. We all fucking <laughs> screamed, racing to the top speed. of the fucking, the top of the swings, the monkey bars, and then, you know, of course, there's like two of them coming with the dog, yeah. and they're fucking laughing. The dog's all jumping up. My friend from Orlando was like wanting to fight the dog. You know, it's a fucking dog. It's not a tiger. Um, needless to say, that ended everything pretty quick. I imagine we all came crashing pretty hard. Um, the night I, was over, but yeah, it was funny that everybody agreed that McDonald's was this thing that took you out of being high. That like that was the quick way to get out of it was to yeah, just you, eat, eat McDonald's, eat potatoes, eat something greasy, and then bring you back down. But you know, seeing a fucking tiger and then having people laugh at you and shining mm-hmm. flashlights, and you're just like, oh, oh my god, did we, did, did somebody shit themselves. What's what's happening? <laughs> Not again. <You> know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, yep. but definitely check it out, Mike. It's we're definitely worth right, watching. Yeah, it's, called, watch it. it's called Have a Good Trip. I was yeah. gonna say uh, to end on some good news. Uh, as everybody on our page probably knows, uh, Superman is returning. Henry Cavill, I think, has yep. signed on to return in at least. At least three. Uh, what I'm thinking, multiple. What I'm multiple. thinking he's going to be in, in Shazam too. They teased him with the head, the the, the neck down. You know, in the, the at the very end of Shazam, so I'm thinking maybe he'll tie in there, and at the very end of that, maybe we see a little Black Adam, and then there's your. The Rock versus Henry Cavill, which we've been teased before. I'd like yeah. to see that. What um, makes me excited about this is how excited he seems for it. Yeah. Um, when you when you see when you saw him that he did the uh, Snyder cut, um, or when Snyder did the um, announcement, when he did the announcement, as well as when he did the the screening of uh, Batman versus Superman, when he did the yes. um, when he did that, uh, Henry Cavill joined them. And yeah. he came on and seemed like he very enthused about that character. Yeah, of course he loves it. I mean, who who the hell wouldn't want to be Superman? I mean, even though, you know, I'd rather that be Batman. the ultimate but... male to be. And anywhere he goes, he's like, yeah, I'm Superman. And girls yeah. would be like, yeah, you are. You know, I mean, you can't. How do you not live that down? You know they would, Tom. I know, but just you're. <laughs> he's making a face. You're, uh, <laughs> that's a he sold dude. it a little too yeah. much there. <laughs> That's, that's, that's a Neil Armstrong story. Mike's moister than he was that's before a, he started. That's like go a, that's take that's the like sheets, a, wrap them around your body, go open up the door, and be like, Tess, Superman's here. I guarantee you she doesn't go, good, Superman. Well, yeah, but if I looked like Henry Cavill, she probably would. <laughs> probably. <laughs> right, so, yeah. This is what happiness feels like. Oh, six foot two, ripped. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. No, it's Weird. great news. Great news for DC. It should be interesting. I hope they do this stuff right. And if you want so. your, uh, if you want your daily show, uh, what's that? What's the thing? The moment of Zen for the day. Mm-hmm. Anybody who doesn't know uh, Hayao uh, Miyazaki, guy that's made some pretty legendary, you know, uh, Japanese animated movies, Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, all those kind of things. There's a great video. It's 
pretty short about some of these Japanese animators presenting a video to him, showing them 3D animated stuff. And he looks at it and it's like this head and like body like limping across a screen. He's like, imagine, you know, in subtitles, you know, this could be used for horror video games and blah, 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 blah. And the, the technology that we have. And he looks at him, he goes, you know, this is all in Japanese, but subtitles, it's great. He's like, I have a friend of mine who's an amputee and I see this and it disappoints me greatly. I find it very offending. <laughs> and then people on the other side are like, they don't know how to take it. And then they ask him, they show like one guy's like, I find this highly disrespectful. And the one, his producer who's made movies with him asks the question to the guys, what's your goal? And the guy across the table says, well, we hope to make software that can make drawings just like humans. And the guy's like, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah. And the guy, it's his reaction of putting these kids down, these like 20 some year old kids. And he's, why would you show this to a guy who is legendary for hand drawing his animated films in this art that he's known for? And he's like a legend in Japan and his movies are beloved and you're showing him software that's going to replace him. And how he puts these kids down is so beautiful and elegant. I highly recommend you you, you watch that. It, it, it's great. It's kind of like you telling that story to two people as smart as Jason and I. <laughs> and as having trouble following it. You know, that movie but, that's like, uh, what was it? Poke? Yeah, 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 yeah. Spirit Away, all that good stuff, yeah. Anyway, it's a great video. It's like three minutes long, but it's just this older guy putting down these kids, and the one kid starts to cry. Like, he realizes he's upset, this legend. But the guy on the right's like, yeah, we just want to replace people's drawings with computers. <laughs> and the guy's like, really? He's like, yeah. But it's all in Japanese. It's 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 pretty nice. We're gonna nice. replace Mike with Siri on the next episode. Oh. <laughs> Hello, I'm Werwerka. <laughs> uh, on all that right. note, well, one seventy. Let's wrap it up. Yep. Oh, if you don't find that We're valuable, feel free to cut it out. Fucking hot shit. Right. In through the outdoor. <laughs> in through the outdoor. I and like. The door it. is now closed. Good night, gentlemen. See you guys. You gotta talk about what's relevant, and that's obviously the most relevant thing right now. This is you like know, pressing the crap. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try it a different way here. We're gonna go in through the outhole. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that could be the name of this episode: in through the outhole. We're doing things back asswards. Back asswards. So just for we're... context, it's April twenty or it's uh, May 29th when we're recording this. Yeah. Okay. So okay. 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 Let, let, let's let's pump the brakes. Let's pump the brakes real quick. How can we put okay. this episode in context? All right. Obviously, we're talking about current events. People have been calling this for a long, or have been calling for this for a long time, and Twitter hasn't done anything about it. That he's making allegations. That he's saying different things that aren't factual and. Well, some um, of them is completely out. Yeah, so, some of them are just out wrong, and he he is very much in the vein of anything. You can't delete anything I say. It's censorship, and and Twitter's taking the stance of saying we're fact checking this stuff. Like, like you can't just say whatever you want. And apparently, but the fact checkers uh, are firing at those fact checkers for if you are going to check the words of somebody like him, then yeah. everything yeah. must. Be it all done. started with him saying about the mail-in ballots. About the mail-in ballots are um, that it's a it's a huge source of fraud. 
the other side of the coin is that he should be able to say whatever he wants. I mean, you know, if there's this is a very Clinton-esque type of conspiracy, and if people are talking about it, more than a couple people are talking about it, well, it's got to be true. It's just like the freaking internet, right? So that's where his thing is cut. Is so that... here's the thing: if you said it, does anybody need to fact check Jay? Does anybody need to fact check Mike or Tom? Not no, no. But one of you motherfuckers will you check me what? on stupid stories in the past? <laughs> you know well, what that's saying? what he does, but. What you say is not going to affect the country at large. When you yeah. are, and in again, a I say, of power I, I say like this, that. any of our, if we have anybody that listens overseas, I, keep in mind that I do not think that we are the, 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 the entire free world, that we are the most powerful, whatever. I'm not going to be grandstanding, but the, the statement of the position of president has often been called the, the, what is it? The highest position in the free world or the leader of the free world. Yeah. Leader of the great, free whatever. world. You can't be in that position. And just throw out blanket false statements about, hey, this guy's a murderer, look into him. You can't have your son call somebody a pedophile with no evidence to support that. You can't just put that out there and just let it dangle like low fruit and think no one's going to be like, call you on it. But, I mean, that's what he won his presidency on was doing stuff like Hillary was going to lock her yeah. up and, uh, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, I mean. But for the record, she's still not locked up. Yeah, she's not locked up. Um okay. I, I I hate to say it, and like I don't mean to sound like I'm I'm not trying to come off as like saying you did this to yourselves, but um, um, Americans did this to themselves. Like you elected a complete and total fucking moron into into office, and now people are like shocked that he's acting like a complete fucking moron. And it and it, but I'm just saying like, and I and I'm saying that on my side of it. You know, I wish. As, as, as other people, you know, obviously, like it's hard, it's hard to stay bipartisan and whatnot. Like, it is. I personally it is. don't like the guy. If you do that, that's fine. But I mean, regardless of whether or not you appreciate the man or you agree with him, you have to agree that there has to be some type of standard as a leader in this country. What, yeah, it's what they call it, decorum. It, it, it's yeah, there has to be something because that was one of the things. If you go back and listen to our episodes from umpteen years ago. How many times I said he's gonna say the wrong thing to the wrong people and he's gonna screw up? It's hard to not political politicalize your statements when it comes to stuff like this because it just seems like so much. It seems like so much common sense, at least to me. Like I, I don't, I'm not the smartest person ever. I mean, I'm a friggin' nursing school dropout. Like I totally admit that. But like, dude, like how do you, how do you not see these things when it seems like it's it's not 10 steps in front of you. This isn't three years down the line, four years down the line. This is like immediate. All right. And, so, you know, maybe, so, maybe there uh, isn't a level of maybe we're, maybe we're misinformed, you know, maybe that, maybe there is a, a I, I try to look at this from the other side of the, the coin of like, maybe he's right. Maybe all our news is completely wrong. Maybe, maybe that's a possible, is that a possibility? Yeah, it is. But I if don't. If you went solely off face value off everything that you just see in Trump's actions and his words, I don't understand how people buy it. Um, well, that's yeah. the thing. How they get it. it, it I think the they want to. That's what it is. If you take if you take his actions aside and say, look at the economy. Yeah, it was it was really good before this coronavirus. I don't necessarily think. I know, that but some, was really was it? Were we in the shithole when he took over? When he took well, office, no, he, were we he in the definitely, shithole? He definitely rode the the Obama train to success. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's not so much the policies. Granted, some of that stuff's bullshit. But it's more of how he carries himself as a person. He didn't even bring up Minneapolis today in his speech. No. 
And he didn't even mention that whole, I mean, this Minneapolis thing, I mean, I don't even know how, and I, and it's hard for me, like, even with this coronavirus stuff, like, right now, like, obviously, like, I'm at home, I'm taking care of my mom, I'm not out in the front lines of working with everybody else, but, like, I feel weird having an opinion on that, and also, I, I, obviously, I don't know what it's like to be a, a, a black male in America, I have no idea what that's like, all I can do is go by stories I've read and stuff that I've seen, but, in this past week, I mean, what any progress that has ever been said or said has been, you know, made, it, it certain shit doesn't seem like it. Like from just, you know, cameras, yeah, I, okay, I get it. There's a there's a level of error with showing videos because there's no context and stuff like that. But even even without context, I don't think anybody could look at those any of these videos uh, and say if if that's is as as black and white as that is, that whole the story best image that. I saw today was, I don't know who they were, but it said it was two white kids on the top, and it said combined had killed twenty three people, and they were handcuffed, and the cops just kind of had them up, holding them up, and just kind of like walking them somewhere, and then it said the two guys below stole a pack of cigarettes and or selling cigarettes and did something else, and the two guys were the guys down on the ground like can't breathe, you know, not being able to breathe. It's like, yeah, you know. And like I said, we're all, well, not Jay, but you and I are both white guys. And it's like, you know, how do you not feel for them? Like, I, it's like, there's nothing I can do to fix that. Like, other than no. just trying to be a good person. And I don't understand, like, why some of these, and it just seems to keep being these cops. And it's like, and that, especially when that came out, that the guy had 18 different uh, complaints against him. Yeah immediately he should have been arrested. It shouldn't have taken this long today after riots and burning buildings to have this guy in, in, in custody. You would think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I would insane. think anyway. Yeah, and remember, this is only happening because we're seeing the videos. You know, the pressure's on them. I can understand certain people's actions during certain things, you know, doing certain mm -hmm. things during this, but, you know, there is a line that, you know, should be drawn. You know, it's terrible to see the community you know in flames yeah yeah um, every uh you know there's a couple blocks worth of just nothing but charred ash and cars and you know it, it i don't know you, you would I, think i mean that, what do you do at this point they tried to i mean well you would think at 2020 you know i've seen this through each decade you know there's always you know big things that happening and you would think as a society you know being yeah. the free world you know supposed to be the best country blah 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 yeah um, that we'd be past shit like this, and it's just, in my case, worse. You know, the country's in a worse place than it was four years ago. Yeah. We'd be doing a terrible job if we failed to mention, a you know, the Target. The Target was the scene of a lot of chaos in the riots that were happening. But what was memorialized in memes today was the oh, one white kid <laughs> that braved <laughs> the pandemic and these race riots to snatch himself some legos <laughs> not like that. a bunch of legos just one single one, box yeah one one single box of legos it and had to be, I, I, I wish i knew what said it was right it, 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 that picture alone you just see like what six or seven different black folks just smashing up one of the registers like the self-checkout uh -huh. and just in the background it's just straight up just like a stereotypical white dude just the back arch with that one single box of legos tucked under his arm like no one just whistling his way out <laughs> i saw one of the videos of the people you know running and 
grabbing and stealing shit and shopping carts and I see this one white lady running by with two lamps. <laughs> um, there's this one dude that comes out of the front. He has a blanket and um, oh man, it's something fucking ridiculous. You're like, what is this guy? Oh, a mannequin. He has a full-size <laughs> mannequin. <laughs> it's a white guy, of course. A full-size mannequin. Yep. And um, what was the first thing I said? Uh, a full-size mannequin in a big blanket, like a brand new blanket. You, you, know how they wrapped, you know how they wrapped yeah you know how they wrapped them in like big sleeping bags in the circle yeah so he was carrying that one arm and dragging the mannequin out someone's <laughs> having a date night yeah right <laughs> that was a great movie uh, mannequin actually was a, a pretty cute movie for you know I what used it to, is i used to love that movie when i was a kid it i used was to watch cute. that all yeah, that was, time, all the time mannequin. Isn't that what Judge Judge Reinhold is? No, 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 uh, no, 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 Andrew McCarthy and uh, Kim Cattrall. Yeah, Kim Cattrall. And, okay, that's and, what I'm uh, thinking. I think she Bowser was naked from Police Academy. Yeah, that's all the role. That's the only role he could play was that character. Yeah, Rambo. He was, he was really good in that. <laughs> yeah, the the days it sucks. They're getting worse. We hope they're going to get better. Um, pandemic over 100k, you know, have uh, died from it. Um, some people say we're past it, we're over the curve and we need to get back to business. We're what going into the six month of it. It's not a full year, but it's in five months, we lost a hundred thousand people in just five months. So, but you know, compared to the numbers in the beginning, which were supposed to be millions, Hey, you know, we're doing good. Um, I don't know. I mean, the country has to open back up. Could you guys imagine us still being closed by 4th of July? I mean, just like realistically well, like i said i mean we my wife is still kind of semi on the table about going to hawaii at the end of july and it's like you want going it's through the airplanes, plane it's the plane and the airports that's what sucks and it's just that tight space and someone coughs and the air is recirculated through and you just don't know like, you guys run a boat run a boat that would be a mecca mecca <laughs> high no for me the Pacific. <laughs> yeah man just go over there yeah it's a can you drive doesn't doesn't Trump a, have some? Road of, oh, I drove to Hawaii all the time. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> Did you hear about the project that they're supposed to be doing? Some sort of high rail bus system from St. Pete to yeah, that's what I to the beaches. That's what I Trump, oh, yeah, that's sent, what I sent a message yeah. on Trump. Okay, that's yeah. Right. yeah, that's what it was on. Okay, yeah, that's where I yeah. said because you okay. and DeSantis are sleeping together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if if you can say whatever you want, like that, is that was the other thing. Joke. That, because it's scary when you think about it. Like, and in, I'm not, I, I'm not for censorship. Don't get me wrong in thinking this way, but there are certain things that you need to curtail. If you just open up the gates and you let everybody do whatever they want, then it ends up being you're gonna have the KKK, you're gonna have yeah. the Latino gangs, you're gonna have the I hate white people brigade, like. And then you can just start going on there and just saying, hey, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but uh, Melania Trump, yeah, she sucked a horse cock. I don't know if you knew this oh. or not, but she did. Well, hey, and then, you better and lock then, those doors tonight. And then, but like I'm saying, but you say it, and it's like, oh, what's what, what would Trump do? Would he say, take that down? Or yeah, would that exactly. be allowed to stay up there? You're opening and that's the, the, and that's the, the weird thing. Yeah. Anything not to be taken down, otherwise I can sue. Yeah. It's a private platform. They have the right to censor whoever the fuck they want. He doesn't like it because that's his soapbox and megaphone, and it's being taken away from him. That's and it's not like they, they even took it. They they checked no. him on it. They, they checked, checked him on it. They didn't censor it. They didn't cover it up. They, they didn't hide did. It. 
they did delete his tweet last night and then made it viewable again, the one that says when the looting the starts, looting the shoot. shooting starts. Yes. Yeah. Only and then after they did... he made the, uh, the, he, you know, he, uh, tried to clarify what it meant. Yeah, they... but you put up, like, you can there... still view the original yeah. tweet. If there's, if there's any account out there, I just wish the Wendy's account would go after Trump. <laughs> I don't know who writes that Wendy's account, but man, I'm sure they could just have an absolute blast. I I don't know, man. It's I it almost feels like we're in a, a can't win situation with the whole censorship thing. And to be honest with you, I think it was fine just the way it was before he started poking the bear and I think he's just trying to blame like he always yeah, does, he, trying to blame it on somebody else. He's doing that, but he knows he's gonna lose. Like right now, all national polls show him at least five to six points under every yep. poll. And, and so Joe Biden's he's... an idiot. Joe Biden's a certifiable moron. But people are going to vote for him just because he's not Trump. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't. I'm. You know, I. I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm. A I'm sure there's a lot of people that voted for Trump because they loathed Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So that's kind of how it goes. If people hate Trump enough, he's out. But you know, as soon as he's out, or they say, okay, you know, in a landslide, it looks like, you know, it's going to be Biden. You know, the next morning, he's not going to concede. He's going to call it fraud. No. He's going to file an appeal. He's going to say that this, and he is not going to leave that office. The ground, he's setting up the groundwork to, to have this just go down in one way or another. One of the biggest freaking, like, yeah. Um, now, did either one of you mail in vote? No. No, I would go. I, I mean, I've I, I've gone to the polls. My wife does. My okay. wife always does. Mail. She just doesn't like waiting in line and doing all that crazy oh, okay. shit. So she just, she just, my wife does mail in voting every time. I've been a mail in voter since uh, 2014, just because I hate my precinct. Like, you know, I live I live out past EC Interstate, and the polling station is at. Um, it's in Lake Sarasota. It's in the middle of Lake Sarasota at a church, and I, I don't want to be in the middle of that shit. I don't want yeah. people yelling at me when I get out of my. If you want, if you want people to not do mail-in in balloting, if you want me to rescind my my application that I put in every two years to get a mail-in ballot instead, make it so you can't get harassed on your way to the freaking. Why can't they just do it to online? The station. Just do it online that you have to put in your driver's license number and it categorizes who you are. It knows if you're alive. Because, um, I mean, if you're dead, you have to go, you know, give up. You know, if someone dies, they have to, you know, uh, report to the MVA that you're, you know, deceased. Go online, I mean, have a verification system, and then just vote online. I mean, yes. Is there a chance for fraud when it comes to mail-in voting? Mm -hmm. Undoubtedly. No, no doubt about it in my mind. I don't think that that's an – I don't think that's a – but is it going to happen it, in every state to the point where no. he's going to lose tremendously and everyone's going, oh, it's a fraud? No. Well, it's like the little Barbie doll or Skipper, as I call her, because she looks like a little miniature Barbie doll. Mm -hmm. um, his press secretary was the one that's like, oh, there's 100 and, or 112 percent voting in California or whatever that was like. I mean, I understand that. Like, yeah, we got to figure out how to curb that. I mean, but at the same time, that's not indicative of the entire country. In, at least I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I mean, it's I'm no crazy. worse than him having Russia get involved. So, yeah. Well, you can't. Again, you can't say that. You know, like oh, no matter what. Fact check me. Yeah. Anything you say about him needs to be 
you know, it's lamestream media if it's not if it's not something in his favor. But then whenever he says anything, it's I have the right to say whatever I want. So it's you can't win. That's, that's you what can't it win with that. And on that All note, right. I'm done with this motherfucker. Yeah. On that note, 